I'm Rowdy McLean, and this is the Player Bigger Game podcast. Tips, tricks, ideas, and interviews to help you play a bigger game. And what a few weeks we've had. We've had Susie on talking about how she was applying the concept of anchoring your future. It's a awesome conversation if you get the chance check that out if you haven't already um, we've got some good things coming up we've got australia's coolest psychologist coming on the show to talk about playing a bigger game and lots of other great things if you've got some ideas or you want to be on the show we'll have a talk to you about how you've put some of the concepts in place just send an email to podcast at rowdy and i'll have a chat with you and we'll get you on the show and talk about how you're using the player bigger game podcast to chase down your hopes and dreams and today i want to talk about uh, one of the most powerful things in chasing down your hopes and dreams and that is momentum momentum is such a powerful thing it's such a useful thing and if uh, you can uh, apply the science of momentum to your goals you'll be smashing it before you ever imagined you would and let's think about uh you know, if uh, you've got a car and you're just starting out, you just when I say just starting out, you're driving away from your parking spot. It's a lot harder to steer when it's going really slow. But once it gets up to, you know, a certain speed, 30 kilometres an hour or so, it starts to become easier. And then when you, you, you reach cruising speed of 60 kilometres an hour, then it it becomes really quite easy to steer. Or if uh, you're thinking about riding a bike, so you, you get on the bike, and if you don't pedal it hard enough to start off with, you get the wobbles and all over the place and crashing into things. So the, we all know that when we get on a bike, the first thing we need to do is get it up to speed. And you know, if you watch kids learning to ride a bike, or think about when you learnt to ride a bike, you had to have training wheels because you couldn't just get it up to speed quick enough to get the balance. It wasn't that you needed the training wheels to keep you upright it was the fact that you just couldn't generate enough speed or momentum to keep the balance and very much like that you know i've been setting and smashing goals on a 90-day basis for well over a decade and i've been able to achieve some absolutely remarkable things but uh, it reminds me of when i grew up in a little country town up on the northern tablelands in new south wales and, and it used to snow there in the winter and we'd go to school and the school yard in the playground had a fairly decent slope on it so we get up the top of this slope and we'd spend time building a snowball that was about 30 centimetres around and then we'd start to roll it and because it had a bit of weight it collected snow and pretty quickly it doubled in size and we'd do that quite a bit until we had to have two of us pushing it and then once it had got enough size we would start to push it down the hill and eventually it would get the momentum of its own and it would roll down the hill and pick up snow and get bigger under its own steam until it crashed into the pine trees and exploded and snow went everywhere at the end but it it was good fun but it was the momentum of the mass of the snowball that it uh, once we got it moving we didn't need to push it anymore it just started to roll all of its own and goals are very very much like that and 
I think first thing first with goals is you just need to get started. You, you know, it's like you can't think of everything. And when you're driving a car or, or riding a bike, you, you, you're not thinking of all the journey ahead. You're just thinking of how do I get this thing going and get it up to speed. And, and you know, I think the other thing is when it comes to momentum, the heavier the item the harder it is to get it up to speed. And goals are the same. Like the, the bigger the goal, the harder it is to get it up to speed and, and get a momentum and a life of its own. And so we need to think about how big our goal is, what the mass of it is, and then how much work it's going to take to get the thing moving. Because once it gets moving, it gets a life all of its own and, and it becomes pretty easy. And so... How do you do this? How do you manage to get your goals to get some momentum in a life of its own? Well, it's far easier than you think. All you need to do is think about, particularly in the early stages, how do you create small incremental wins? So little signs that you're making progress, that you're getting up to speed. And think about having milestones. So not only do you want to have incremental wins? But they have to have, be time-specific because, you know, same as the bike. If, you, if you're not pedalling hard enough in the first three or four metres, then you're not going to get anywhere. So there needs to be, it needs to be timely and you need to be able to go, here's five things that I need to do this week. So I'm going to this, 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 this and this. And that starts to create the men- momentum that gets you on the way to smashing your goals. And... I loved it. If you haven't listened to this podcast, you should go and listen to it. I interviewed Keith Abraham, and Keith talks about finding your passion. And, and in the, the interview, he talked about how do, how, how do we break down our goals so that they become achievable? And one of the examples he gave was, you know, on the weekend you think about cleaning out your garage and you open the garage door and you look inside and you go, oh, my goodness. It's just too much. It's just overwhelming. And his advice was, well, let's just clean out one box. Let's just grab that little shoe box with it's full of uh, nuts, bolts and screws, for instance. And I'm just going to clean that out, throw out all the ones I don't need and, and find somewhere to tidy up and keep the ones that I do. And then what happens is, is you can decide, oh, well, that wasn't that hard. Maybe I'll do two boxes. And then maybe... It'll be five, and next thing it's ten, and before you know it, you've started to clean out the whole garage. Pretty simple, really, and that's momentum. That's momentum at work. It's doing one thing, turning it into two, into five, into ten, into fifty, and that's how smashing your goals works. That's anybody I know that's successful. That's exactly the process that they use, and you don't necessarily have to be clear about where you're going. You, know, you just need to get started. And here's the critical thing, right? If you're driving a car and you stop, you have to get started again. If you're riding a bike and you stop, you have to get starting again. And goals are no different. You know, so many of us give up way too soon before we've got any momentum, before we've got the ball rolling, before we started to make progress. And then... You know, a year later we decide to have another go at it. And the problem is you have to start again. So if, you, if you're if going to do something, if you've got a, 
a desire to chase down your hopes and dreams and you've found the courage and the confidence to do it, then you should push through it. You should continue on because once you start to break down the barriers and the obstacles and make, make some progress, it starts to become easy. And if, if I was going to put a percentage on it, I would say 10% is getting started. It's just really hard work and it can be unmotivating it can be demoralizing to some degree like you, you think you're not getting anywhere it's so hard I'm, I'm disappointed you know but don't worry about that that's just getting started that's getting on the bike and pushing the pedals you're still wobbly you're still all over the place you haven't even got any momentum yet so that's the first 10%. The next 10% are the hard yards. So you're, you're starting to get up and running and you just need to push through the hard stuff to create that momentum to really get yourself going. Most people give up during the first 10%. How bad is that? 87% of people who set New Year's resolutions give up in the first two weeks of the year. Pretty incredible, isn't it? So if you can get through that first 10%, the start part, and then into the hard yards, the next 10%, well, you just have to stick at it. You just have to stick at it so you're going to get some balance, you're going to get some speed, you're going to get some momentum, and you're going to get going. And then the next 30% isn't easy. It's about, but this is about making progress. So now we've got a little bit of speed, we've got a little bit of momentum, we've just got to keep pushing. So just keep pushing, but it's nowhere near as hard as it was when you were starting and doing the hard yards. So you're just pushing through it, continuing to execute on the actions that are going to get you to where you're going to go. So repeating behaviours, even if you're getting bored and and you know, you, you're losing interest, this is the time that you have to push because that's when you hit the tipping point. Because ten percent to start. <coughs> 10% for hard yards, 30% of pushing, and then you've hit the tipping point. You get into what we call flow. So now it becomes easy. Now that schedule of going to the gym or that uh, diet that you've been working on seems to become easy. You're used to it. You're doing the activities. You've got a framework in place that you know worked you've tried it out you've put it to the test and so now you're in flow things are going a lot easier they're not super easy but they're a lot easier and you're starting to get some flow and that's when you start to get excited about your goals you start to get oh you know i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make this this is gonna happen and it's an awesome feeling and then the 20 percent out after that is where it's the absolute most fun because your goal gets a, a life of its own. It becomes really easy to do. It's almost second nature. And you're, it's like running downhill. And, you know, you just get up so much momentum and you just head towards your goal at a million miles an hour. And that's the exciting part of it. And so I think if you're thinking about your goals and what you want to achieve think about it in terms of riding a bike like you're gonna have to do the hard yards to get started um, you're gonna have to keep pushing to keep it going but once you get it going 
you know, you can take your foot off the pedals and cruise along. I've seen people put their feet up on the handlebars and when you get to the stage where you've really got a lot of momentum, you can just roll downhill all the way to the finish line. I reckon that's the great way to approach your goals, to do the things you want to do, to achieve more, be more, do more and have more than you ever thought you imagined in your life. Is think about the goals that you've been working on and that you failed at. Did you did you stick at them long enough to get some momentum to, to make some progress? And think about the ones where you've absolutely smashed it out of the park. I'm sure there was momentum behind those goals. I'm Rowdy McLean. This is the Player Bigger Game podcast. This was a tip on how you can play a bigger game in your world. Send me an email at podcast at rowdymclean.com and uh, I would love to hear from you. If you're wondering whether you have what it takes to play a bigger game, then get across to rowdymclean.com and download the Play a Bigger Game checklist and see if you've got what it takes. And then write me a note at the bottom of the podcast and let me know how you went. How was your score? And do you have what it takes to play a bigger game? Until next time, this is Rowdy McLean saying, play bigger. Get some momentum in your world.